and welcome to episode 52 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, today's podcast is going to be a good podcast and it's one that's probably going to piss off quite a few people and it's something that no one really speaks about and it's crazy because for me it's like it it's we all we've all known this and we've all been aware of this at a very very young age yet in society nowadays we've just completely forgot how to do the basics and you know you if you follow me on social media you would have seen i've done quite a few posts on this recently and it's to do with the fitness industry to my, in my opinion gone down this arse hole of a route and what I mean by that is like when we look at social media now when we look at health and fitness as a whole you know what is health and fitness because it seems that nowadays health and fitness is it's this idea that you need to have a six-pack or you need to have you know a big muscly chest or you have to have veins in your arm or you have to have a skinny waist or you have to have a big bulging arse and it's so easy to think that way because that's all we see in social media and for me health and fitness is about the bigger picture it's about like living your best life it's about waking up every day with more energy more confidence the likes of having sex with the lights on being able to be in the shower naked and feeling good in your own skin again but we all forgot the basics of a good nutrient dense diet and there's this whole stigma around good and bad foods and there is no good or bad foods because we shouldn't label foods in that category but we have to understand that when we look at foods, there is a difference between non-nutrient-dense foods and nutrient-dense foods. And weight loss, fat loss comes from the principles. This comes from calorie deficit. It's science. You know, you need to, in essence, you need to eat less food and move more. So you're trying to consume less calories and your body needs to maintain itself. And that's where the deficit comes in. A weight loss comes in. But what's happened nowadays is everyone is following these social media people who have this massive following because they're making, you know, egg rolls or breakfast wraps or they're making protein brownies for breakfast. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of like really delicious foods, like some great foods, but I don't see anyone promoting the likes of greens and vegetables and fruits. Here's the thing, vegetables and fruits and greens aren't sexy. Exercise sometimes isn't sexy. And if our goal is to lose weight or lose fat, you know, and you see some fella online or some girl online and they're telling you, you know, oh, here's a protein brownie breakfast for here. Here's like some whatever for lunch. It's so easy to get fixed in that mindset that all you need to do is track your calories, eat the food you want, and you're going to be healthy and fit. But here's the thing. You eating protein brownies for breakfast, you eating, you know, protein pancakes for lunch, you eating like, you know, a chicken curry for dinner, it's, yeah, if you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight and lose fat. But in the bigger picture, it's not going to help your gut health. You know, your immune system thrives on good nutrient-dense foods. The minerals, the vitamins that come from good nutrient-dense foods is impairable, it's impeccable. But yet we've gone down this pathway of everyone is just sticking to calories, calories, calories. It doesn't matter what I eat once I'm tracking it. And what I found is that everyone that I've come across, they're not understanding the basics of food. They're seeing food in different contexts. A lot of people nowadays see food as a number. 
Asher, you know, this has number, this has number. And what's happening this day and age with all these social media people promoting bullshit, you know, they're promoting the, the calories and the calories and the tracking. But what's happened is people are now starting to view food as a number. They're, they've lost the whole concept of why we eat food. And when they see these numbers, it's like, well, I need to hit this certain number and I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to lose fat. But then they're not looking at the other end of it. Why do we eat food? You know, we eat food because it fuels our body. We don't eat food just for the crack. We don't eat food so we can gain weight and then lose weight. We've lost the principles of what food does for us. Imagine if you buy a brand new car. You know, let's say you buy a brand new Ferrari or brand new whatever it may be. If you put shit fuel in that car, that car's not going to run very well. It's going to splutter, it's going to scutter, it's going to do everything it's not supposed to do. But when you have that Ferrari car, when you put like, you know, good fuel in it, the expensive stuff, the, you know, the real fine unleaded petrol or whatever it may be, that car's going to run a hell of a lot better. But when we put the shit fuel in it, the real cheap, nasty fuel, it's not going to run very well. It's going to splutter, it's going to bang up here and there. You got to think like your nutrition is the exact same. Your body is a Ferrari car. Your body needs that good nutrient-dense food. It needs that good fuel. The better the fuel in your body, the better your body is going to run. You know, so we have to try to dissociate this health and fitness with you know, the six-pack and the losing weight because that's, that's, that's not what it's all about. We want to live a happier life. You, know, you can be a size 8 or a size 10 or a size 6 or size 14. You can have the biggest arse in the world you have the biggest arms in the world but you could feel like shit i've been there i've been the person who got super lean you know had the six pack because i was obsessed with just like getting to a certain number on the scales so i tracked 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 but my gut health was nasty my energy was low i felt like shit the whole time i just wasn't running the way i should be running i just i didn't like it because I was so focused on a certain number to get to a certain goal that I forgot all the principles of what nutrient-dense foods does. And we all do this. This is Everyone's gone through this. But it's getting worse because you have these omadons, Irish word for arseholes, online just promoting the wrong stuff. They're, 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 they're sticking to a safe route. No one wants to promote the healthy greens or the vegetables because they're afraid they're going to get called out. As health and fitness professionals, it's our job to educate people. Not just tell people, you want to lose weight, Sally or John, just stick to a deficit, have the food you want as long as you track it. It's bullshit advice. And it gets me a little bit annoyed because I see it so often. You can eat the food you want, correct. But it's not educating people. What we're doing is we're educating people on how to associate a number with food. And that's not healthy. Tracking your food is such a great way to understand your food better. It's also a great way to build sustainable results. Example, if you're consuming 1,600 calories, to then get your body to a point where you're consuming, let's say, 2,600 calories. Tracking is really good for that. But we shouldn't be tracking food because we look at food as just a number. You know, it's either a number to gain weight or it's a number to lose weight. Because again, I've, I'm seeing these coaches online, these guys with a big following, spouting the same shit. They're not promoting the greens or their vegetables. And look at greens and salads and vegetables, all the rest. They're boring. They're not sexy. 
but they're essential because they've got so much vitamins and minerals in them. But we've, we've forgot about this from this day and age. Do you know the saying, apple a day keeps the doctor away? That is such a good saying, like an unbelievable saying is so true. And we've all forgotten about it. Because when you have a good balanced diet, you know, you're, you're good, everything that has the minerals and vitamins, you're going to feel better. Like when you have a, you know, let's say you have a triple cheeseburger at McDonald's, you feel like shit afterwards. When you have like, let's say something fresh that you've made yourself, let's say you've got some fresh greens and fresh vegetables and you know, a bit of seasoning, a bit of, you know, fresh meat, whatever it may be, you feel good afterwards. You feel fresh, you feel full. When you have your McDonald's, whatever it may be, you feel like shit afterwards. And I've been there before so many times. Have the takeaways, I feel blue afterwards. Like, blah. And it's not a good place to be. So, we have to try again, disassociate health and fitness with weight loss and fat loss because that's what's happened. We're looking at coaches as, well, I need to lose weight and lose fat, so I'm going to get a coach. But that's not what it's about because we need to look at the bigger picture. You want to be improving your sex life, your sex drive. You know, wake up more energy, have better sleep, have less stress. Being able to wear that dress that you've had in the closet for the last couple of years. Being able to, you know, wear a bikini in the beach. Wear that swimsuit. Be able to, like, have your sex drive so high that you've never seen anything like it. That's what we're looking to strive towards. Not this whole thing of, you know, calories, calories, calories. Because, again... I'm seeing this trend that we're getting so sucked into the calorie world and like the tracking calories. And again, we all, we, we all know the principles of weight loss, fat loss. We all know that it comes from a deficit. We've heard this time and time again. We all know this. And we've got every coach in the you know crossroads spouting the same message, but no one is going deeper. I've been there myself. I've been the skinny kid. I've been the overweight kid. I've been the super lean kid. And now I'm just a happy kid. You know, I've been through all the basics. I've been through everything. And one thing I have learned when I was going through all them stages, when I was just like focusing on numbers and focusing on, you know, looking at food as a number, I felt like shit. But it's when I had a better balance with food. You know, when I, every day when I had my vegetables, had my minerals, had my vitamins, I feel a hell of a lot better. I feel like more energetic. My gut health is better. Everything just runs a lot nicer. But when you're then just sticking to like, oh, well, it's okay, it's in my calories. You know, I'm gonna have, you know, 2,000 calories of just cookie dough and protein mix and bananas because, you know, that's in my plan. And that's not, a, it's not a good place to be because then you're always gonna associate your food as a number rather than associating your food with fuel. Like, why do you have certain foods? You know, why do you have vegetables? Why do you have broccoli? Why do you have greens? Why do you have, like, fruits? Why do you have all the stuff that's colorful on your plate? We don't have it just for the crack. We have it because it's beneficial for our health and fitness. You know, when we look at people that are getting sick and getting cold, your immune system is like a major part of your body. And we've got to imagine this. When you're getting good nutrient-dense foods, when you're getting the right minerals and vitamins, imagine all them foods are like an extra, let's say it's like an army of people. You consume these foods these little army soldiers are going to go into your body, boom, 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 going to go to your immune system, going to say, well, John, or Mary, we're here to give you a hand. Your immune system says, amazing, come on through. Because you've got to imagine your body fights off viruses every single day, colds, flus, all the rest. Your body is constantly trying to fight off viruses to get better and better. So you've got to imagine when you're eating your good vegetables and greens, 
your body's got this got an extra army to help them so the viruses are coming in they're bouncing off the soldiers and they're fighting back now let's say if we're just constantly just eating any kind of foods like just not nutrient foods having the chocolate the pancakes the everything that's kind of easy peasy now we're having the fudge brownie protein mix for breakfast as delicious as the lads would say you have them foods that say that's okay boom you have them foods they're good to your body you know your immune system their weight is kind of just someone coming here for someone coming here and all of a sudden then you have nothing comes down you've got these fellas these you know mars bar snickers come in they say hey and that's it they walk away and then as soon as the virus comes along or a cold it just smashes your immune system but when you can get your you look at your food for fuel get some good foods in them foods are going to help with your immune system they're going to help boost it in some shape or form and that's the biggest thing to understand is like that's why we why we have foods why we have good foods it's not just for the it's not it's not for the sake of it because you know as i said sometimes eating like greens and vegetables it's it's very boring it's very bland there's no taste off it but it's when you can view outside of that lens of why you're doing it it's beneficial now why do you have sex you have sex because it feels good you like how you know you like the intimacy with your partner you know you hug your partner because you like to feel close to them why do you kiss your kids in the head because you know you want to make them feel safe why do you go on dates because you enjoy it do you know so when we look at vegetables and greens and, and nutrient-dense foods it seems that we have attached this this negative vibe to it it's like oh it's boring it's shit i don't need to eat my greens because you know once my coach johnny down the road told me i just need to stick to my calories and that's all that matters as long as i hit my protein targets as long as i hit my calories i'm going to be healthy and fit just like him and this is the reality this is the truth what's going on and you know i get a lot of stick off coach online like every day i get some coach gives me dm abuses me tells me i'm an arsehole it's relentless because a lot of these coaches and people online just haven't got the balls to stand up for themselves and actually have a true message because god forbid if you tell someone that you know you should eat your greens and vegetables because they're good it's like ooh someone's not going to sign up to me as a coach because they'll have to eat greens and vegetables but we got to imagine as coaches if you're listening but you're just not educating our clients on nutrient-dense foods and having a good balance we're doing them it you know we're doing them a just service because we're not giving them the benefits of having a happy healthy life and it really grinds my gears when i see so much stuff online going down the same route you don't have to give up the food you love this that and the other you shouldn't and but here's the thing no coach telling you to give up the food you love no coach now you are going to get some coaches who are in the transformation world if you're someone who's trying to be you know bikini fit or you know trying to get super super lean you are going to have to give up the food you love at some point because going for a mcdonald's going for pints in the weekend it's not going to be in your calorie target but that's only a very small proportion of people it's not the whole world and what i've found is that a lot of online people coaches have painted this brush that every coach is telling you to give up the food you love they're not i've never came across coaches said go up the food you love but what i am saying seeing is coaches saying you shouldn't give up the food you love you can have all the beers all the takeaways as long as you're in deficit but here's the thing someone's deficit could be 1400 calories my deficit at the moment is 2500 calories do you imagine sally down the road or mary you know kids three three or four kids 
let's say she goes to this coach. This coach says, you can have the food you love. You can eat that, drink the alcohol, have the Mars bars, have the Snickers, as long as you're in deficit. Can you imagine Mary trying to stick to a deficit of 1,400 calories, as an, or 15 as an example. If she has a slice of pizza, there's 400 calories. You know, if she has a glass of wine, there's 150 calories. So if she has, let's say, four glasses of wine, that's um, 400, five, that's 600 calories. Four glasses of wine is 600 calories. That means that she only has then, let's say, as an example, she only has 400, she only has 900 calories left. That's not a lot. You've got two slices of bread, let's say, there could be 200 calories. So there's a lot of misinformation out there. A lot of people trying to get you caught in with the, you know, the quick analogies. But we have to be realistic with our goals. You know, if you are someone who, you know, is looking to lose weight or lose fat, it's not about giving up the food you love. It's about having a certain balance. And as I was saying, no one's ever said give up the food you love. But then you also need to realize that if some coach is telling you, you can eat the, all the food you love, you can have all the alcohol you want, as long as you're in deficit, it's harder than what it sounds. Because in theory, yes, if you could stick to a deficit, eat the food you love, amazing. But let's say you have a slice of cheesecake in the weekend, you know, Mary comes over for a bit of chit-chat, you know, she's talking about John down the road who's, you know, done the devil or done something wrong, as you do in Ireland, we love chatting. And you have a, sli you have a slice of cheesecake. And let's say that cheesecake could be 400 calories, 500 calories. There's not a lot of room left in your diet, in your nutrition, if you have that cheesecake. So it's just understanding that. It's not about giving up the food you love, but it's about understanding that when we're sticking to a certain deficit, if you're just starting out, going to this mindset of, I can eat, if any food don't want to track, it's hard. It is hard, hard, hard. And I'm honest with my clients. I'll tell my clients, like, just moderation. If you're going to have takeaways every single night, you're not going to get the results you want to get. Because let's say you have a katsu curry or let's say you have a Chinese takeaway. There's 1,600 calories off the bat. Easy. So let's say Sally there who's on 1,500 calories being in a 20% deficit, she's already gone over a calorie of 100 from one takeaway. That's huge. So there needs to be more information out there and more realistic approach. My clients don't give up any of the foods they love, but they're educated so well that they know like the basic principles, to have certain guidelines, certain steps to work towards. They'll go out and have the wine, the cheese, whatever it may be, but they'll also be sensible too and not just do the devil on it. Because of I'm really big with my clients on, you know, trainings, Zoom trainings, like accountability, like all assists in place that they can move on forward. The whole idea is you want you want to get your body to a point where you're consuming as much food as possible without gaining weight. So if you've been in deficit for let's say fifteen hundred calories, you want to be at a point where your body is, you know, your maintenance level has gone up to two thousand eight hundred calories. 3,000 calories. That's such a good place to be. I've had a client, a girl leave me recently, Elena, and, you know, she was with me for 14 months, a long time. And I remember her food was at a point where it was around 1,500 calories at, at one stage. Um, she left last week after 14 months, like she was consuming 2,700, 2,900 calories. That's a huge difference. That's a lot of room to play with. And someone like that, she can afford to eat the food you want because if she has that cheesecake, which is 400 calories, over the week, 
it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. But if you're someone who's like is starting out, you're someone who's like her calories really, really low, that's the difference. And it's something that coaches don't tell you because there's no honesty in the fitness world. I, I've been there before. I, as I said before, I've been the overweight kid, been the skinny kid, been all the kids. And I know exactly what it takes to lose weight. I've lost about 36 kg so far. Like That's a lot of weight to lose. And it took me, geez, about three years now. So it's been a wee while. So the biggest thing to understand is that we need to look at the, the long-term approach, but also look at the food you consume as fuel. Don't look at food as a way of just your foods and number because that's a, such a negative mindset to have. You want to look at food as fuel for your body. You know, why, are you having, why are you having this food for? Because it makes you feel good. You, you feel fresh afterwards. You're not eating food so you can stick to a calorie target. You're not eating food so you can stick to a certain, you know, whatever it may be. You're eating this food so you can feel better about yourself. You can feel good in your own skin. So you can fuel your body. You can fuel your body for more energy, for the workouts. Because then once you can see food for fuel, you'll, you'll think about it a bit better. You're not going to constantly stuff your face with Chinese every night because you know it's not good fuel. And it's not good fuel. And it's not saying it's good and bad foods, but when we look at, you know, in the common sense world, having Chinese take every single night, it's not a good food choice. Moderation, yes, but we have to understand the difference between moderation and like, you know, good foods and bad foods because it's not putting a label on foods, but look at Chinese takeaways, probably not, it's not a very nutrient-dense food in terms of minerals and vitamins you're going to get from having like a, you know, vegetables and greens or, you know, a leafy salad, whatever it may be. And again, salad's not a sexy word. Sometimes salad can be boring, but then when you see it from a different point of view of it's fuel for your body, I hate greens, I hate salad, I hate vegetables. I don't like them. They're bland, they're boring. But I know that when I do it, I give myself like a bit of a tick in the mess, like there you are, you fuel your body well. And it gives me satisfaction I sit down and have a plate of greens. Because how many people do that? How many times do you like sit down, had a plate of greens? Probably not in a long time. And for me, like, I don't enjoy cooking, especially cooking vegetables because like, there's no taste off them. But I just, before this, this call or this podcast, you know, had a bowl of greens. I basically, you can get frozen greens. Like they're pretty fresh. They're pretty lot full of nutrients. Put in a microwave, three minutes, and there I've got a whole bowl of greens. And I feel good afterwards. Whereas if I was to have like a Mars bar or Snickers, I'd feel a bit dull right now. But the fact I've had my greens, you know, I feel I've achieved something today. But I also feel good inside because, you know, again, there's good nutrients, good minerals. And I had a, a girl a few years ago working. She was, I was um, coaching her. And she couldn't get her head around like, you know, this whole concept of having frozen vegetables. And she was shockingly bad at greens. She didn't want to cook. She couldn't cook. And I was like, just get the frozens. I said, no, I can't. Why? Oh, they're not good for you. And I was like, so you're telling me that if you're not going to have any vegetables that have frozen vegetables, is worse for you. Ah, yeah, but full of additives. And they're not. There's there's not a lot of additives. You know, if you follow, I had a guy in the podcast, Tom, or Coleman Power, Organic Farm Back Home. And he's like, he's in nutcase, pure organic. And if he tells you that frozen vegetables is good, then 
you know, you, you take it like he's the, the, the god himself because he, he knows the stuff. So although there's additives in it to make the vegetables frozen, it's still a good choice. You're better off to get them than have no vegetables. Like, it's it makes no sense. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, you can't use the excuse that frozen isn't good. Well, either it's not having any vegetables. And yeah, if you can get organic, fresh vegetables and cook them every day, it's probably going to be a bit better. There might be there might be a few more nutrients in them. But here's the fun fact: frozen vegetables, when you get the good brands, there's not a lot of nutrients lost because they're basically nearly going from the ground to being frozen as fast as possible. When you look at normal fresh veg, how many nutrients is lost? Like you know, getting it gets to the ground to you and getting you boil it, over boil it, overcook it. In the steamed vegetables in the bag, you put in a microwave four minutes and you've got some pretty good minerals and vitamins there like without a doubt so never get sucked into this whole thing of oh they're not good because they're frozen it's nonsense we live in 2022 and the fact is that so many people are not getting enough greens and vegetables how many people in the world are sick right now and yeah there's a few and there's going around but like our immune system has getting it's getting such a battering and when we're focusing on like you know just trying to lose weight the whole time and trying to just like associate a number to our food we're not understanding the importance of like our foods and our vitamins and our stuff and as coaches we know this because but we won't we won't promote it like for a lot of coaches out there they know this they're the ones having the greens but then on the social media they're too afraid to promote oh look i had a salad today because they're afraid they're going to get you know slandered off some other coach for saying you shouldn't be promoting good foods bad foods and I feel like a lot of people online have this concept that, oh, if I tell people I eat greens, they're not going to sign up to my coaching because I'm a coach who only has, like, you know, greens the whole time. And again, no coach is going to have chicken and broccoli unless they're doing, like, a crazy cut. If you're someone who's cutting really, really lean, someone who's, like, doing a, a complete transformation body, as in cover page model or bikini competition or whatever it may be, they probably will have to eat chicken and broccoli to get down that body, to get down the food to a point where they're in a deficit. But again, that's not every coach. It's not every person. So we need to stop brushing every coach with this whole thing of, well, you shouldn't eat chicken and broccoli to get the results you want to get. If you're looking to get super lean and you have to restrict your calories so low, as in if you're doing some of them competitions, you are going to have to stick to chicken and broccoli because they're low calorie, high fiber and full of protein but again i have never ever had anyone in that league and it's why i only coach women because i don't want any of my clients to be on super low calories so again when you hear that online take it with a pinch of salt you know if you're going for a transformation coach and you want to transform your body to a point where you're very low body fat you're bikini ready whatever it may be you are going to have to restrict your food quite low and you may have to snack on proteins like chicken and broccoli to get to that result. But for the average Joe Soap and you know Mary and John down the road, you don't need to be that strict. You need to have a better balance. Look at the long-term approach. Rather than trying to get results in four weeks or eight weeks, say, what if I get the results in 12 months or 24 months and transform my whole life rather than like looking for a quick bikini body photograph and that's how you gotta look at it so 
the whole point of this podcast is just to give you an insight into my views in the media, social media nowadays. But understand that it's okay to eat greens and vegetables and fruits, especially your greens. Like they're so important for your immune system, for your health, for your gut health, to make you feel better. Like, since I've started eating greens again, my sex drive has gone through the roof. And that is no word of a lie. I went through a stage where I was really lean, didn't have any vegetables and no sex drive. Now that I've, you know, eaten food, like good food again, lots of food, lots of greens, my sex drive has gone through the roof. Like, it's it's crazy. I've never seen it before. And it's not a coincidence because of my food. You know, my housemates got sick recently, twice. I haven't got sick recently. I've got a little bit of a sniffle today, but it's nearly gone. And, you know, for my housemate, she wouldn't be a big, like, green eater, wouldn't, she wouldn't be big on the greens and stuff like that, but I am, and there's a, there's, a, there's a difference, and there's a reason why I haven't got really sick, and she's got sick, you know, three or four times the last couple of months. I've got sick, I've had COVID twice, and I've got sick once, and I got over two of them very, very quickly, within a day or two, and this sniffing now, I'll get over it as well, and there's, again, there's, there's a link between the food you eat, and how your body reacts, because the better your food is, the better your fuel is, it's gonna help your whole life, especially when it comes to your immune system. So we need to take that into consideration when we're looking at any weight loss, fat loss goal, because we don't want to be trying to lose weight and lose fat and then actually feeling like shit and our gut health is not where it needs to be. But as always, I hope this podcast was good. It was short and sharp today. It was only yeah little over 30 minutes which is good you know it means if you're going for a walk you're going for whatever it may be you can just you know tune in hopefully you learned a little bit hopefully it gives you a bit more insight into why we actually look at greens and vegetables and why we have them as always you know if this podcast is good please i'd love for you if you could share it on your stories tag me in your stories send it to a friend send me a message let me know you've listened to it if it was really helpful just send me a message hey paul you know because i love it when people message me that they've listened to podcasts it gives me such a smile like it makes my day so if you've got this far please you know send me a message say hey paul great podcast if it was shit tell me it was shit too i'll take the criticism but as well you can you know share in your stories tag me in it it'd be absolutely amazing and mean the world to me as always hope you have a fantastic day or morning wherever you may be and i will chat to you next time adios